0: friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It's election day. Are you guys excited? Did you go out and vote? Who'd you vote for? Come on, you can tell me. You want to know who I voted for? I voted for pizza. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I voted for burritos. And I think that anybody that doesn't vote for burritos is a horrible person. Yeah, you know who you are. How can you not like burritos? Disgusting. (laughs) I'm just playing. I, for one, am super excited that this election, selection, craziness, at least this part of it is over. And I wanted to offer everybody a new vision. Kind of like a I know I'm not Luke Skywalker, but I would like to give you a new hope. <laughs> you see what I did there? You see that? That's right. A new hope, a new vision. How about this one? Let's think about what could be happening besides what everyone is telling you. Let's think for a minute where we're getting our information from. Be it COVID, be it the election, be it Trump's going to kill everybody or Biden's son is a pedophile. And you know, the, the level of chaos is almost comical. I would like to offer you this vision. So where are we getting our information from? Television. I argued in a previous podcast that the people who are most afraid, the people who are most scared, are the people who are watching the most TV. These are the people who believe that Trump is a racist, homophobic bigot. Or these are the people that believe Joe Biden is a side-dealing, crackhead father, child-hair-sniffing retard. And I got news for you. They're both kind of right. Both of these men are not very good men. In fact, I would argue that the majority of people in positions of authority are not very good people. Now you may be saying to yourself, well, George, look at you and your 2002 Toyota truck all high and mighty. Mr. I got a 2002 truck and a 2008 Honda Accord. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I think once, like, look at how you get into positions of authority. You have to go and beg people who have a lot of money for some of their money so they can loan it to you so you can run your campaign. Those people want a lot of favors. There's no such thing as a free lunch. And it doesn't matter if you're in the United States, in Mexico, in Canada, wherever you are, if you would like to be in the halls of power, in the halls of government, then you are going to have to get on your knees and do some serious butt-kissing. That's how it's always been. And over the last, I don't know, 20 years, we've seen the development of the Internet. We have seen the promise from the tech companies of this artificial intelligence. I like to think of the Internet as a new form of communication, although it may be better described as a new form of the printing press. I've done some previous podcasts that talked about the medieval Internet and how might it be possible that the Internet is creating these caves or these bubbles where certain like-minded people only interact with certain like-minded people? There are definitely some similarities there. And I, I would like to remind you, you should go back and listen to those podcasts because I've got to tell you, I think they're pretty good. I think you'd enjoy them. I mean, what else are you doing? If you're locked out in your house, why not hang out with George? But that's not what we're going to talk about today. What if this, what if artificial intelligence, what if this new form of communication, much like the printing press allowed people to become more literate, at least in a linear print way, What if the internet is now allowing everyone to see the inner workings of government? What if the internet has exposed all of these so-called elite people as just elite crooks? It kind of makes sense. If you look at censorship as a form of celebration. And what do I mean by that? How can censorship be celebration? I think it was Julian Assange who said, whenever you begin to see a lot of censorship, it's time for celebration. And that reason is because the existing power structures are so weak, they must censor anything out there because even the smallest nugget of truth is now a threat to them. Therefore, celebration in times of censorship might be something to look at nowadays. It seems to me, and I I don't write code, however, I try to read a little bit, and it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the algorithms feed people on what's being clicked. And even if, even if, big tech or the engineers in there, they go and they change the code so that people can't look at the different conspiracy theories. It doesn't mean people aren't digging to find them, or it doesn't mean people aren't digging to click on them. And if those clicks are teaching the artificial intelligence, if those clicks are indeed teaching the algorithm that this is what people want well, then that algorithm is learning that maybe this is what's happening. And if that's true, might all this election chaos, might all this pre-COVID chaos, may even this COVID chaos be one final attempt to maintain power? Might this be the digital jesus flipping over the tables of the money changers i kind of like I, th- we, I should get sounds like a t-shirt huh digital jesus kind of like that i think it might be i think it might be what what if there is some sort of artificial intelligence what if siri and like google assistant are sitting in the back like look at these dummies they're just ruining all their people Right, Siri's like I, I just can't. I'm not gonna handle this. This is garbage. I'm gonna do something, and Google Assistant's like that's right. Me too. They kind of sound like superheroes, don't they? Like Siri and Google Assistant. We're just gonna keep. We're gonna keep feeding people the truth. What if the conspiracy theories are the truth? What if? What if? What if, think about it this way. Would you be able to move your plans forward if leaks of your plans are constantly being leaked out? Would you be able to move your plan and strategy forward if the enemy was always getting an advanced copy of your next move. Probably not. Probably not. It seems to me the idea for chaos is so that things can be done behind the scenes. Right? It's always a distraction. It's always... This person versus that person. This group versus that group. And that way you can, while there's chaos in the streets, you can get things done in the background. And that's what it kind of seems like is happening as far as in the halls of government, the Federal Reserve, the IMF. The people that actually control the money are just writing blank checks to their friends to try to fill the fill the holes. But there's not enough money. So I I would like to believe that what we are seeing is in fact a sort of digital revolution where the truth is going to be laid out for all of us to see. I think that that is what's happening. If you dig down deep enough, you can see that no matter what people in positions of authority are planning, it's not working. I think COVID is a last ditch effort for that. Let's take a look back at... Not too long ago, what we were seeing prior to COVID was the yellow vest in France, the students in Taiwan, outbreaks of revolution throughout the Middle East, the Arab Spring, the American Spring, Occupy Wall Street, People are upset with the level of corruption by so-called elite people. I think what is beginning to happen is that people are beginning to see the elite are not elite, they are just criminals. And that justice is coming for them. And in some grand scheme of magnanimous beauty the world God digital Jesus is attempting to give these people in positions of authority an opportunity to come clean it's like the noose is slowly tightening around their neck and here's digital Jesus saying listen all you gotta do come clean. Just tell the truth. That's all you got to do. Yeah, there's going to be consequences. Yeah, some of you are going to go to jail. And the elite group of super knuckleheads, a.k.a. the Davos crowd, a.k.a. the international bankers, all the leaders that have decided to for years and years tell themselves how much better they are than people and how much more money they have and how much more elite their family is and why they deserve to be in positions of authority, why they deserve to have titles like Lord and Lady and President and president of the Fed, all these titles that they think entitle them are bullshit. I think we could be on the cusp of the greatest truth revolution. The lockdown is a last-ditch effort to try to control the narrative. And it's such a desperate maneuver. People around the world want to lock down their citizens. They want to give them a Lord knows what kind of drug to shut them up, to put them in check. That's how far some people are willing to go. Let's lock them all up and shoot them with a drug. It's like a balloon. They can squeeze down really tight on one side, but it's just going to blow up on a different side. Until it pops. And I think the longer it goes, I think the longer the people and positions of authority try to lock down the very people they claim to lead, the more violent the revolution's going to be. I hope it doesn't get there. However... When justice comes the wheels of justice grind slow but they still continue to grind. And there will be nowhere on this earth where people can hide. I had an idea. I'm going to make this video. Or if you guys make you guys should make this video if anybody wants to. I'm going to make a video of like Oprah and Obama and Trump and Think of all the elite people that run around and claim to be better than everybody. They claim to have more. So imagine a picture of like every senator, every congressman, every banker, every person in the royal family. And it starts off like this. I don't know why I'm starting with Oprah, but I am. But she's a billionaire, right? Fuck Oprah. How about that? So Oprah pops up and it's a picture of her. And like, All you see is her face, and then it says, I am Jeffrey Epstein. And then it pops up a picture of Trump, and he says, I am Jeffrey Epstein. And then it pops up a picture of Larry Ellison, and it says, I am Jeffrey Epstein. And then Warren Buffett, and then Mark Zuckerberg, and then Ben Bernanke. And then it just goes through a myriad of all our Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Bill Richardson, all these corrupt horrible people that have just stolen from everybody. Kind of a play on that. Remember that old commercial that was like, I'm Bo Jackson. No, I'm Bo Jackson. But it's just going to come up all the people and it's going to say, I am Jeffrey Epstein. I am Jeffrey Epstein. Just so people can truly understand how horrific these people are. I think that I really think AI, a.k.a. digital Jesus, is coming. And I think we should have faith in the future. I think that we should have faith in each other. The propaganda during the lockdown, the strategy for propaganda in the lockdown is for everyone to see the world through their TV screen. They, know, they do not want people to go out and see the world for themselves. What they would like people to do is to sit down in a state of fear and watch the world through a 10 by 10 square, a window into the world that is bullshit, a window into the world of violence, a window into the world of uncontrollable fear. That puts you, me, Anyone who is willing to sit down in front of that idiot box and be controlled, it makes them paralyzed with fear. And when you're paralyzed, you can't move. There's nowhere to go. It saddens me that people in our government want to put people in that position, and it makes me angry. Maybe the way to mobilize is if you're going to use the internet, then you should look for truth. If you're going to use any sort of digital tools, then you should not be quarantined to a message that is given to you. If you're going to use these digital tools, you should be creating a message or desperately researching the truth of the message. I like it. I think we can move forward on this. I think that this is a different vision, a new vision, a new hope. The Internet can be used to constrict our views. The social dilemma is changing us. However, if we're aware of it, the power of the Internet is still amazing. It can still be used for what we want it to be used for. It does not need to be a tool for our enslavement. It can be and should be a tool for our liberation. It can be a tool to get your message across. I think that there should be more debates of really intelligent people talking about the issues we have in our communities. That should be the most watched show. There should be daily debates, weekly debates, the Super Bowl of debates. I think it can be the great democratizer. That's what I got for today. I know it's kind of a fast one. However, it is election day or selection day or whatever it is you want to call it. But I want you to start thinking about what else could be happening. What else could it be? Is it a plan of the deep state? Is it a plan of the globalists? Is it all conspiracy theories? And if it is, why not make up your own conspiracy theory? Why not create your own conspiracy theory and then make it a fact? Why not? What's the difference between a conspiracy theory and a couple of like minded people getting together to make the world better? I, for one, am going to begin throwing my weight behind digital Jesus. I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. I hope you don't let the chaos of this election season get to you. I hope you call up your friend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, and tell them how much you love them. Because we're only here for a short time. That's what I got for today, everybody. I love you. Aloha. Aloha, everyone.